0: Hello and welcome to Demo Tapes, the music podcast which hits a rewind on the careers of some of the world's biggest bands and artists. I'm Rick Martin and this my co-host, she's a blogger, she's a blagger, she's Sarah Jane Kemp.
1: I am Sarah Jane Kemp. Um, when you say blogger, I'm actually a food, I mean it's a bit, am I a food blogger anymore? For about nine years now I've had a blog that started off as a food blog and a recipe blog because that's my other passion in life is food. Um, but I mean, it's a bit of a stretch to call me a food blogger these days. I've definitely got off the radar a little bit. However, I still have that kind of the, I, the link with I I disagree and, with you. So about <laughs> yeah. two
0: or three weeks ago, I don't know if we, if we mentioned this on the pod a few weeks ago, but Sarah dragged me along to a restaurant launch. <laughs> I, I think it was a Trinidadian restaurant it was, in, yes. in East London, yep, some
1: Spitalfields. Lyman, it's
0: called. Ly- Lyman, um, yeah. And it
1: was. It was good. It was. A, it was a good event, I think. Um, it was a window
0: on your world, on a world that I've never had any interest or kind of involvement before. But I would say. Given that you still get invited to restaurant launches, you still you still have the lives, loves blog, that I think you are still a food blogger, and actually there's a reason. Let's explain to the listeners. There's a reason why we're kind of highlighting this yes. this week.
1: So for a while I've been wanting to combine the two, and I thought I wonder if we can do that. And um, there are lots of examples of people who used to be in the music industry who have since gone into food, and you can with bands like from the Hope of the States, which is a band that we both used to like. A few years ago, um Sam, the lead singer has joined forces with James Ramsden, who is a, a an old blogger actually. He kind of started out. Who I used to work with on my in my early PR days and actually kind of go to events with him back in the day. And they've got two restaurants now uh, in London, and one of them's got a Michelin star. So actually, that's that's pretty impressive. I don't know how they met. It's weird, you know, when you hear about people meeting, I'm like, where on earth did they meet? But um, so that's one example. Um, another thing I went to recently, I went, I got invited to a, a supper club called Panhandle. So they had they had a residency near, um, a pub near me, um, and I was speaking to the guy, and he was he used to be called Only Real, and I I I'd, I'd never actually heard of him as a musician, but he was quite a big musician, um, uh, kind of like a, a pop rap. Um, guy and he's teamed up with one of his best friends called Felix, who used to be um, one of the chefs at Saint John. Um, so it kind of got me thinking. I wonder if there's something in this, and I, and I and I'd quite like to think there is. Oh, obviously, there's lots of. Lyrics and songs that are about food, and it's. We can kind of go on a, on to a little bit later. We'll go to apparently. a little bit later, but um, the other day, well, the other day, like a, a few few weeks ago, I came across an, uh, something on Instagram, which I thought was really really cool, and it's called the Big Rap Cookbook, and what these guys have done, um, so it's two guys, um, and they are they're not based in London, um, and it's Sam Hemingway and Buddha French, and they are childhood friends. Uh, Buddha's a rapper. Um, and Sam is his friend. And Sam kind of introduced him to food as, as they were growing up, and um, Buddha introduced him to rap. And they thought, oh, do you know what? There's so many kind of lyrics in songs that they really liked. So they thought they would team up with rappers to give a recipe for their cookbook. And- Which is called? The Big Rap Cookbook, um, and it it came out um, literally a couple of days ago. Uh, it came out on my birthday actually, which was uh, Sunday, the ninth of December.
0: So although this podcast is all about hitting rewind, in this in on this one we're essentially hitting rewind two days. But we actually thought this project <laughs> was so interesting, and it, and it kind of straddled the two worlds that, that Sarah has been the most involved with. That we thought why don't we break our own rules this week we're not talking about a band or artist but talking about a number of bands and artists I guess who've contributed to this um, yeah it's just a really interesting project and I thought you know why why don't we cover this in an episode
1: yeah and I, I love it and I, I I want a copy
0: so it's called the big rap Cookbook. yes you know exactly what it says on the tin probably but tell us a little bit more about it who's who's involved what sort of recipes are in there um,
1: yeah, sure. So it's a it's a recipe cookbook, and and um, the way kind of it's pitched is it's giving hip hop fans from all around the world the chance to cook the dishes that have inspired and satisfied some of the world's biggest MCs, DJs, and producers. Um, and it's got original recipes, so they're not a they're not able to have stolen the recipes. Um, and it's kind of two hundred pages um, of bo- uh, of a book, and it features recipes from uh, kind of Master Ace. Danny Rankin, um, I don't know if you, if you're into hip hop and, and rap, you'll know these names, um, Juggernauts, um, the Doppergangers, Sonny Jim, um, that's just a few, but obviously there's, there's a lot. And what they've, what these guys have done is they've gone around, um, a lot of them have been friends. So because of, um, Buddha's kind of rap career, um. He kind of knows some of them personally and said, you know what, let's go for a a meal in one of your favourite restaurants and we'll take some pictures of you eating the food and then we'll put your recipe in there. Um, So I think it's just a really cool concept and I guess they've probably had loads of fun um, doing loads of really amazing meals. All around the world for I'll
0: this you, project. You, I thought it was interesting looking at this. So I did look at the list of names. You know, some I've heard of, some I haven't. Let's be honest. You know, I'm I'm gonna be gonna be totally You're not a rap fan, there. are you? Well, I'm not not a rap fan. I'm just not a rap expert. I know, expert. Yeah. I know my, my brother is is a rap encyclopedia, so when oh, he really? listens to this, okay, he'll he'll probably be cringing. But um, <laughs> but I thought it was interesting that they've got corrupt FM involved. Yeah. So you know, I've seen people just do nothing, and I think just almost as a side point, it's sold out at Brixton. You know, this this is a comedy group who are. Kind of parodying rap. Yeah, they almost seem to be getting a following akin to to a pretty big name. You know, to pretty big name rap groups. So I thought that it's interesting that they're involved. You know, are they doing it in character? Is it the characters that have, have made the recipes? Is it? That it's the actual actors themselves. I don't know. It'd be interesting well, to find out. Well, you
1: are going to hear it because we're going to. I actually went down to interview the guys um, a few days ago. At that, the reason they're coming to London actually because they're going to see. They went to see. Sorry, Master Ace at X O Y O. So they went to that gig, and I said, "Oh, do you, you know? Can you come down a bit earlier, and I can kind of grab you for an hour, and we can have." a quick chat about everything and the project and, and kind of going back into the. But yes, you, you're going to find all that out and more, Rick, in the interview.
0: So I think, as you've said, you know, there's huge links between uh, the hip hop world um, and food. And I think what would be interesting to do later on in the podcast is talk about some of our favourite kind of hip hop, l- lyrical references um, to food. But I think probably at this point, it's good to hear uh, the authors of the Big Rap Cookbook talk about the project kind of in their own words. So I think probably a good time to play out your interview.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Hi everyone, Um, so I'm sat here today with the authors of the brand new cookbook, uh, the Big Rap Cookbook. Thank you guys for coming down to talk with me today. Thank Um, you. Um, So yeah, so uh, here we've got um, Sam and Scott. Um, So Sam Hemingway and Scott, what's your surname Scott? French. Oh, Scott French, French. okay. So Scott is also um, a rapper in in his own right um, and his rap name is Buddha French. uh, So if you don't know him, go and check him out. Um, But the reason I'm here today um, with these guys is to talk about The Big Rap Cookbook, which is a project that these guys have been working on for how long now?
2: Yeah, the book, I think, has taken us most of this year to put together, to be honest. We started it off in um, January properly, but, um, I mean, since we started uh, the since we launched the, all, the, all the profiles and stuff, it's probably about two, two and a half years
3: ago. I yeah, think. I think we got the first recipe about two and a half, three years ago. Yep. But the concept is, like we were talking about earlier, the concept's probably about ten years old, maybe, when we were at university. So Wow.
1: Yeah. It so it's been a long, time, a long time way. coming. Yeah.
3: shows how productive we are.
1: Yeah, so but so you, you guys are childhood friends, aren't you? So so when did you actually meet? And, and you met at school? Or did yeah, you meet, year yeah?
2: 11, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I actually 11. met you in... Um, Cubs man, once before. You probably don't remember, but we met in um, Cub Scouts when we were younger. You probably oh, don't yeah. remember. You were, you were what does that say <laughs> about
1: your friendship? Oh, okay. I'm any
3: old any old cub to me. But you were always talking about your snake, man. Oh, yeah, I had a pet snake. Yeah, I used to. I'll tell you what. Actually, that I sounds think, a
1: bit dodgy. Yeah,
3: weird, it? <laughs> <But> <laughs> <I got that laughs> Oh,
1: it's not that kind of show, guys. <laughs> of we talk about it being a family
3: <laughs> <laughs> show. <laughs> Who's just running around Cubs and his snake? No, I think I can probably predate that actually. I think because I moved from, we grew up just outside of Ipswich in in a village basically, but I came from Ipswich when I was about three or four years old, moved outside. And um, I remember looking at nurseries, and this is one that I know Sam went to, and there was a kid there putting plasticine over his eyes. And to this day, I I believe it was him because he had the little curly (laughs) hair. (laughs) You never, you could never. So you could, you could say that. But year eleven, when we were on talking terms, I guess. That would
1: be a good illustration for the next next book. A little little child with plasticine over his eyes, (laughs) wouldn't it? That (laughs) would be your like caricature of yourself brilliant so um so i guess i mean i guess if you've known each other for so long i think um we've, I've, I've kind of seen a couple of articles on the book and um looking at the inspirations for the books and i guess like one of you got the other one into food and kind of vice versa with music is that right so tell me a bit more about that
2: yeah definitely uh well scotty like, since we were mates from like i think it must be like year seven year eight i think i remember on like um we were going on a school trip actually to to paris i think it was man one of those long ones and uh, I was probably like listening to something on my CD, portable CD player at the time. I don't know, probably like Chumbawamba or something like that. <laughs> uh, and you, I remember you passed me the headphone, yeah. it, was, um, it was a Dre album, man, a Dre 2001 yeah. oh, album. Yeah. I think you played me like some dirty skit or something <laughs> off there. But after that, yeah. man, I remember just just being amazed by that whole stuff.
3: Man. And that was probably we were like, what, 13 or something like that? Yeah, but you'd be already been into it before that. Yeah, man. from like primary school, I don't know how, but yeah, from early, so I was into music. Cause like with, with where we came when we grew up saying like it was in a countryside yeah. you just didn't have that accessible and you normally when you speak to people when they get into hip-hop and that it's like through their older brother i was gonna say yeah i don't know i think it started yeah. with like you know when you see little bits on tv where yeah, it's a bit yeah. of like a, a watered down version it's like fresh prints or something like that <laughs> i'm getting told off for saying that that verse word by word like as if it had swearing in it but it didn't, oh, and
2: didn't and then
3: and then just from idea. there and then i got mtv when i was about 14 and yeah, everything well. just went crazy for me doing like, biggie videos and daddy oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> no yeah. maybe before then actually but yeah
1: i was going to say that's pre pre-internet as well so yeah, um yeah. so really that and we've talked about this with other guests on the show before and rick and i have definitely discussed it about how did you Hey, how did you find music back then and now? How it's it's so easy for anybody to find anything they want to find. You know, just yeah. go on Spotify and you can type in a genre and you've got it, it all. It was a mission. Now we were, yeah. you know,
2: especially because we were like in like after that. You know, we just got into had to be like for me I'd remember it by being like a snob about it being like you know it has to be underground hip-hop yeah, yeah, no one yeah. else has heard about yeah. and like, that's the only thing I'd listen to basically like, I wouldn't listen to even like I wouldn't even listen to like Biggie for a while because I was like no it's too really? commercial wow. <laughs>
1: every single genre has that though don't they I used to be really into indie music in my late teens and um, I was always a snob about certain bands as well yeah. just like if you don't like this then I'm not talking to yeah, you <laughs> yeah I'll do it
3: to spite myself as well because I wouldn't like some of the stuff but it'd just be rarer do you know what I mean yeah. less known so it's what I feel elitist about it and stuff like that. Yeah, that's to funny. go on those sites like... Um, LimeWire. Yeah, and, yeah LimeWire, like, go
2: that kind of thing. To just get spend up nights on there. Yeah, just, man, it just takes so long as well to download just like one album or one song.
1: I used to lock myself in my bedroom and, and just spend hours and hours and hours on those sites. And my parents yeah. must have thought, what the hell is she doing in there? But little did they know, because that wasn't around when they were when they were growing up. Crafting the future. <laughs> yeah, that, like yeah. You know,
2: flourishing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you said um, you used to cook. Right. So, do you yeah. come from a family of foodies? Yeah,
2: like basically. Wh- like, yeah, my mum's like always been big into cooking. Like, she taught me how to cook from when I was young. Like, I think she just like put stuff out on the table and let us like make cakes and stuff like when we were just like babies, man. So I've always been like been into cooking like through that. And then I worked as a, uh, as a chef for a bit. Um, but yeah, it was hectic. And then uh, Scotty basically, his old man, like wasn't really cooking up <laughs> much of a storm down at his house, so he used to come to my yeah. Scotty was just it's living off like camp. salad, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. salad just, like, cream awful, on toast, that awful
3: kind of combination yeah like, wow. I yeah. Because when we talked to Jason in New York, he gave me a term for this, because like, as a single parent house, just like my dad, Like working two jobs, like see my mum on the weekend. My dad would be working two jobs, so I'd come home and he'd just say, Have whatever's in the cupboard or whatever. And there was never anything in the cupboard, so it was like toast. I tried every combination on toast in my like that you can imagine. Some stuck, some didn't. Salakrim on the eat. Yeah, like yeah. He used to come <laughs> down to mine And then just eat everything yeah. and just eat everything in my
2: house So you basically fell uh, in love with him
1: Through you gave him the love to your stomach The, the root to your stomach Is <laughs> yeah. that what yeah, like, it yeah, is? Like, yeah, like, he made st- love to
2: yeah. my
3: stomach <laughs> 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 <Because> <laughs> I made love <laughs> With his snake. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, yeah, he um, he fed me. Like, and I remember I used to go down on, like, Christmas Eve and you'd have his whole family down there. Yeah. And I was just, like, the local jester from up the road. And I'd, like, tell jokes. Being the old f- council f- estate boy down, <laughs> down. <laughs> <laughs> he just
2: tell jokes. Come like, into jokes. our middle-class Christmas Eve <laughs> dinner and um, <laughs> entertain us. <laughs> Yeah. Well it
1: obviously it worked. Is that where you started rapping then? You thought, God, I've got to do something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The, jo- I-
3: the jokes aren't here and then you just freestyle constantly. Like. <laughs> do some of that rap dancing you've been talking about.
1: <laughs> I, I think you're joking, but I really hope you're not. <laughs> uh, otherwise, a bit, a bit of, you know, bit, a grey, grey area a bit,
2: there. A bit man. of truth,
1: brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess, that, yeah, that's an in- inspiration for the book, but um, you said that all of it started on Twitter about 10 years ago, right. right? So what what do you mean it all started on Twitter? How did that happen?
2: Yeah, it was basically just me discovered, I just discovered me, I'm gonna say that. It just, I just discovered um, Twitter. And the fact that you could basically, you know, talk to The fact that you over-pronounce people. the
3: T's on Twitter kind of sets. Twitter! <laughs> Twitter, yeah. don't drop
2: your T's, man. Have you, know? have you heard yes. of the
3: Twitter? The Twitter is, yeah, so yeah. That,
2: you know. Sending a few twits and that. And uh, so I sent a few twits out to Pete Rock, because he kind of got on there about using frozen carrots and stuff in his soup, and I was just like, I'm going to kick him up. I started asking him about his like his frozen carrot game basically, and he just like hit me back, and I got so excited that I was like, "Yo, man, drop us a recipe. I'm gonna do the big wrap cookbook." And that was about I was have been like eighteen then. I yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe a bit older, but like that was the kind of um, that was the kind of uh, way it started, I guess. But then, yeah, me and Scotty were never really mature enough to get it popping off until like a couple of years ago. Scotty, I remember just Scotty sent me a text, man. And I was in Italy at the time, saying. Yeah, let's get this big rap cookbook popping, man. And then we just started emailing people. He reached out to a lot of artists that he knows and uh, yeah, man, we got a good response. Like, we got yeah. the doppelgangers basically that day, I think. Yeah, yeah, they were like, so like off, off on our day. list. The yeah, first so day we started it. So I
1: was going to say, like, you've got some really amazing names on board. So the, my, my favourite one, but we'll go back to these in a minute the cover up to Femme DJs. Yeah. We'll go back to them. Master Ace, you gonna see, you're yeah, tonight, yeah, we, yeah, going to see, the reason in London is because you're going to see him yeah. at XAYO tonight, which should be good. Delivering
3: their book. And yeah. Hand
1: delivered, grocery. delivery
3: jacket on. They can pay us for that, shall I'm going
1: to edit that out. <laughs> um, got high focus records, Juggernauts, as you just said, Doppelgangers, uh, Sunny Gym, and that's kind of just to name a few. So, how many people did you get on board? And, and then again, how easy was it to get people on board?
3: Um, well, we started probably with my network because I used to obviously do, I used to rap and make beats and DJ a little bit, and then I started doing promotion, and so we put on nights because no one was putting nights in our hometown in Ipswich. And then from that, I started doing like booking agency gigs. So I'd book tours for other people and so. Over the years that we've been into hip-hop I had like a little bit of a network so probably started with my network and just sort of branched out and everyone we, we got on board with asked if they knew anyone and such and such and just started growing like that but um, yeah we, we tend to get I mean all the people got there we actually got more for the first first issue but we just couldn't get them done for like timing or whatever or so they're going to be on issue too. But um, yeah, most people were down for it. Either down for it or just didn't want anything to do with it. Do you know what I mean, which right. is which is cool, do you know, because it's a very niche thing. So either find people like proper buzzing about it. And they
1: don't like food, obviously. Then yeah, they. they don't like yeah. living. They don't like the don't necessary like
3: substance to keep you alive. Or no, they...
1: I, I don't trust people because uh, I'm massively into the food. I Actually, haven't really explained why I'm doing this as well because it's a music podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so Rick used to be an enemy journalist for ten years, and I love music, and that's one of my passions. But the other one is food. So I've been you yeah, know, working perfect. in some way of what shape or form in like blogging or food PR or whatever for the last decade I guess. Um, but yeah, I've always said I don't trust people who don't like food. Yeah. I just don't trust you. Like what? That happened, would have been me happened? a few years
3: ago. So. Really? <laughs> you were at that point where you're just eating to fill your stomach. Though. Yeah, Sam yeah. put this in a good way. He put this in a good way when we were young. He said that I eat for substance because I had to. Yeah, yeah, and that's just yeah. because I didn't have the education about what was available because yeah. it wasn't exposed to it I me. It just wasn't yeah, yeah. in my cupboard. I didn't know these things. Like, even now, I get stressed out thinking about what to, what to cook. Like, my girlfriend's a good cook. She likes to eat me, it's least it's, it's more the thought process. I'm a good eater, but I'm like a terrible cook. It just stresses me out what to eat. But it's all well, so wow. you've got no
1: excuse because you've got two hundred yeah. recipes now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Literally exactly. <laughs> yeah, <just> have
3: <laughs> really cool. the
1: recipe? Just go into the inbox for good food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're going back to the Corrupt fam. Like, one of the questions I really wanted to ask is, um, did they give you a recipe in character, or like how did that ah, happen? Actually, did you no, they them? weren't in
2: character. At all. They weren't I, in character we know about. them actually from uh, from a while back, man. shout outs to those guys and shout outs to the. Taste Cadets as well, which is Sipa's new little um, venture with a couple of his mates and they're just going around the world eating and stuff. But uh, yeah, I met those guys when I was working in a call centre at uni, man. And um, that, that was actually where like, they devised a lot of material. Well, they started to devise like stuff for the, for the show there. So I was there with um, Sipa, Danny, uh, who's Deco on the show, um, Hugo, who's Beats, Asim, who's uh, Chapadi G, and then we met like Marv and all them heads. The only one I don't know is that well is um, Steve's man. I never really met him that much. But uh, yeah, we met all them boys there, man. They were just jokes. So like, we've always like, kept in touch, man, over the years. And like, he's been a big help as well, Sipra especially, and Danny as well for the, the book, man, giving us the feature. They did a sick interview. He's well into his food, man, as well. Yeah, like, yeah he's, a good, he's a sick cook as well. He knows the stuff. He's from like half Kurdish, half Czech background. So he's got some mad wow. some mad influences there. And like he talks in his interview about like how his dad used to cook up like whole boiled hen and stuff like when he was younger.
1: With the feathers <laughs> Yeah, that's why I imagine it. It's yeah, good I mean, imagery, literally you know? imagining it. Just putting it
2: out of the yeah. pot <laughs> by its claws. Like. All dripping uh, wet, all uh, feathers yeah.
1: dripping wet. Well. Oh, that sounds really So yeah, really man, them guys have done a,
2: they've been a big pull obviously to sell like, to help us sell out, man. Right. So... Yeah, man, definitely shouts out to those guys. But yeah, they're funny dudes, man. Very funny. Do you
1: reckon you get people who have been involved in the first one involved in the ones subsequent ones? Because I mean, we were talking earlier about. Um, I was kind of saying, are you going to do some 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 more of these? And, and you are, aren't you? You're going to yeah, carry definitely. on? Are you going to look to get? Because you know, how many people have you already had? You know, are there an, an enough people out there to kind of contribute to the kind of second, third, fourth, and you know?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think every like I was saying earlier, like everyone we speak to. We kind of we kind of find someone else that's like suitable, and it's surprising as well. Like some people are obvious fits because they're in the music, like Juggernaut, for example, and Sunny and Doppelgangers. All they do is rap about food, like or not all they do, but like, but they, you know, it's clear they're into it and they know their stuff. But there's a few surprising people where you maybe wouldn't think so much, but they're really in or ain't really into it. And then everyone we speak to, someone will say, oh, you should hear so and so. So, but I quite like to get like. You know, I definitely want to like continue on with like the 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 artists that we've done. So anything we've done before, we want to bring them into other new projects because. This book wouldn't have existed without their goodwill and their faith, like they you know, they've done it just because they like the idea and they've been kind enough to give up their time and stuff like that. So definitely see it more as a lot like, oh cheers for that, we're moving on to the next one, like do you mean, we'd, we'd rather like keep everyone involved and keep in touch. Like, like a nice
1: little food family. Yeah,
3: it's like a little community, like will be interest and see what else bursts out of it but like because yeah, it's like we're indebted in in my opinion we're hugely indebted into a lot of them, Jane It wouldn't have sold out without them, you know, it's a good idea, but without the the artists in it, it's not really, it's it's nothing in it, you know, but...
1: So one thing I was wondering whether you were going to do, because, and and you just said you were going to be a chef, so that made me think even more, would you do it? so a couple of things like you've seen you can see people doing um, kind of random partnerships with like burger joints for example or you could get like a burger named after that or would you do like a, a pop-up well restaurant?
2: you predicted the future there oh, yeah, yeah. really uh, yeah well, that's already on the, oh, on the plans yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: that's my we, food PR background yeah, coming yeah, out yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's
1: the, yeah exactly
3: that's going to sound like, like it was your plan. idea and we're yeah. still yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no,
0: <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> we should just listen right, all right, at the right, start yeah you should have done sorry but right, we'd love to do like a
2: big wrap food truck Yeah, yeah
0: yeah I mean it would
1: because I was thinking about it and reading back over everything this morning and just thinking like that is the perfect kind of way to get it out there like music and food does kind of mix well anyway yeah, but also yeah. people well I suppose because I live in London so I know all of the different pop-ups that go on there's a lot of them yeah. that go on and I know that that will be really popular and you can yeah. even get a couple of the people to come along yeah, and do that's some yeah, and we, so thought, we were just
2: talking about this in the really? car on the way down here oh. yeah.
1: so how far yeah. how far you into that planning That's. that's that I'm I mean, i not that far
2: yeah man well we've got a potential um Hook up in Leeds. That uh, a girl that showed a lot of interest in the project, project, and um, basically said that we we can arrange something with her to do like a link up with her um, like street food store that she's got, and like bring her, we could like bring a chef down maybe see if maybe like someone like juggernaut would be up for it like to come and um, cook up a few recipes from the book, have the decks there, man, play some hip hop, have a little vibe with that. That would be cool, man. But, that, yeah, that's definitely the kind of next road we want to go into. Uh, and maybe, like, podcasts as well. Yeah. And, you and like also YouTube and TV. And some YouTube things, and yeah. There's
1: a lot you can do. Yeah. Like, yeah. YouTubing would be awesome as well. Like Because yeah. I saw you'd done a little for the BBC Ipswich, was it? Yeah, I saw yeah. you did the little, um, yeah. little video for that. That was pretty cool. It. You you come From Ipswich out of
2: the country, come down to London to make it. our fortune, man. With a broomstick and a handkerchief over our backs.
1: Streets are... Of paper with gold. Yeah. You know, I've been yeah. here 15 years and I'm not a millionaire yet. Yeah.
3: So. <laughs> probably next week, probably around the corner, probably <laughs> coming week. up. Paper you know, soy lattes. If,
1: <laughs> I might have a better recorder next time, next, in the next six months. Um, but yeah, no, I'm mean, just kind of. Uh, is there anything else? Like you said, you've already got that planned, but is there anything else?
3: Like, yeah, I think else? it's at the moment, I think we're just a bit overwhelmed because, like, it's like we tried to play it off like it's a flawless operation, but um, whilst we've been making this, it's been across like, well, Four countries, like, so I was, I've been sort of in England working away, I got like a 50 hour week job. Sam's been in Italy working, teaching English. Then he came back and we sort of put together the plan for the release, and then he was in India. And so it's, it, you know, it's been really stop and start. And like this week, we sold out, and at the moment, we're, I feel bad being down here because we've got so, we've still got like a, a, a sack of like, books to pack up and deliver and so we're doing it ourselves so like and we, the fact we sold out last night has been overwhelming so now we kind of want to like i think the the next thing is to kind of step back and like i mean celebrate a little bit go for a nice meal and then kind of plan what we want to do next as a priority yeah, we
2: we'll already got like half of the content i think for the yeah. next issue oh, really? yeah. yeah so yeah man that'll be a big one and uh, hoping to release it, I don't know, sort of midway through the year, maybe towards the end of the year. Yeah, maybe like biannually or... Yeah, maybe a biannually. You're
1: obviously hard workers, but I guess when you're passionate about something, it doesn't even count as work sometimes, does yeah,
2: it? Yeah, I don't really feel it. Like we said, we had the conversation when we were packing up the books, like how much care you take when it's like your own thing, and like yeah. you're making sure like you've got it nice and neatly in there and packaging it up. Like, whereas if you're just working with someone else, just like, yeah, like yeah, get it, and get your numbers up. Yeah, get your <laughs> yeah. numbers <up. laughs>
1: so um, another thing I wanted to ask is because I, I'd seen that you'd done a few in London a few in New York um, I bet you got some amazing experiences out of it like what's what was the highlight I guess of the whole process like uh, w- yeah was there any um,
3: <laughs> it's difficult yeah because I was on because Sam was abroad I, I did all the London shoots so shout, we have to shout out to Anis Ali who's one of the photographers and Jay Store, who's the other one and we like worked them way too hard and like then they deserve like they're soldiers man like there's just no moaning, like that's what you need in the team as well in each. I mean, we just, everyone was on the same path, we just wanted to get it done and they like we're lucky to have them to answer you. But Jay, for example, got like a spider bite on his ankle in New York and he was like hobbling around for a lot and this is like blistering heat in, in New York, like he was hobbling around for like two days, made him walk up five flights of stairs to shoot like a video of Marco Polo and like I, the thing that stuck out for me though is just being in New York and on this project just like this crazy idea and it's taken us like you know across to New York and like we just hanging out and we're we standing outside the train station waiting to get picked up by Master Race who is like someone who we've listened to for yeah, that was crazy. like the last 20 years do you That's know what I mean reality. and then we're hanging and it's it's such a fine you've probably found this I'm sure by like the people you interview and stuff it's such a fine line to walk between being professional and like getting the job done, but then the fanboy inside just wants to geek out. Yeah, and yeah, enjoying, yeah. yeah. Like, so it's, it's ask
1: questions that I want to know the answer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like everybody else. But surely everyone wants to know the same things as you do. But yeah, no, I've, I've definitely yeah. had that. It can be it's quite surreal. So this podcast, for example, we just we started it about two months ago, two or three months ago. Never in a million years thought that I'd, we'd be. Having a big rap cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys have been the highlight so far. Well. <laughs> but, but, no, but it is cool, it's really surreal. And the thing is, I guess as well, when, you, when you're when you doing something creative, like I've got a full-time job as well, and it sounds like you, you two have as well. If you want to do something, you just can just go and do it. And that's, yeah. the, th- that's the thing that's amazed me most about doing this, and I'm sure it has you about you, yeah, what, yeah. Doing, about what you're doing. Like If you want to go and do it, just go and do it. And the only person that's going to stop you is you. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So that's why you know, anyone who says I can't do it, I work full time, I don't I don't believe you no, I never I to
3: Well I think it's not even thinking about it, because you don't you don't really consider it, you just do it like but yeah. like we've done this um again Sam couldn't be there it, now, it's a shame, but hopefully we do more. But we've done like a talk at a college about the project which is which is weird, like talking uh-huh. to young kids and stuff and just and this is before we even had the book, so we like I felt a bit out of my depth to be honest with you, know? <laughs> like and like we were just talking about the idea and like but kind of the process of the idea is first just having it but then i think the second one is just having the audacity to actually go for it and do the product otherwise it's just an idea like you have a million ideas a day don't you but just having the kind of audacity or just a, not even not even second guessing yourself to do it i think is like the most important step and then
2: Yeah. There were some points where it was like hard as well. We got
3: kinda tired, like we were waiting
2: on people like to get back to us or like we hadn't we were trying to get someone that we couldn't get or whatever. Like it was just sometimes it was long man, but we got um, we got sorry, I forgot what I was (laughs) saying. What were we talking about? It was tired. You were were tired, tired. you you were forgetting Uh, words at times. (laughs) (laughs) You're
1: still tired.
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah no that was it man yeah I was gonna say yeah but then like getting like being in New York and stuff man I think that's when I re- really kicked it on because like everyone we met there was like so into the idea and like it just gave us a load of positive like kind of feedback on it and stuff and like everyone was well into it and that's the kind of first time we really exposed it to sort of anyone else apart from like the immediate artists we had here and, and just like the team we got so like that was like a big kind of spur on for me man anyway and, like, I think it's seeing Ace like
3: like it's being so into it and like. It's, I think you get bogged down when you're sat at a computer just emailing yeah. people, and you know you don't want to pester people because you're grateful for their time, and you're, that's the stuff that like bogs you down, and like you sometimes get stressed because it's out of your hands. But then when you're when you're out and meeting people and talking about, it and you see that immediate reaction, I think that's where you get the energy from, which is why what appeals to me about the future is because at the moment we're getting, like fortunately, we're getting a lot of like comments. People are now receiving the books, and yeah. like we, we haven't had any negative feedback yet, like. Hopefully that doesn't... <laughs> I mean, hopefully it stays like... But, you know, it'd be nice to get that that gratitude and that, that uh, I don't know, just that reaction firsthand. You know, yeah, something like yeah man, jet. it's nice
2: to see that. It's like when you're cooking up something all day, man. You know, you don't really get the flavour of it man when you're eating it because you've been stood in front of it all day having the having the the, the scents come into your nostrils man. it's like a but chef it. isn't it?
1: Sometimes chefs don't get the glory because they're the ones in the background. It's they're it, kind yeah. of I have so out of sight so out mind. And um,
3: they usually eat terribly so don't they like chefs eat a lot of so time. So yeah. yeah. like
1: chefs I do feel very sorry for because 'cause I've worked in restaurants, obviously like done kind of help them with PR and stuff and some chefs I see are just like Destroyed. tearing their hair out yeah, the yeah. Yeah. left. Um, so. <laughs> 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 I and mean, they don't <laughs> they don't eat well themselves they're just like no do you know what? I see it all, all day but they're, they're cooking amazing food and that's what they yeah. want to do um so yeah who, who else is involved in the project do you want to give a couple of things do you want to give any shout out to people who are involved on, in helping to work on the project and um also on that as well like what advice would you give people who are wanting to kind of start out and do it themselves having been through it all now
3: all right, so shout-outs. Shout-outs. I always get nervous doing shout-outs, because you feel like you might miss someone just out of, like, doing a long list, but... Obviously, keep yourself, it short. Yeah. <laughs> out, yeah. I'd like to thank me. Yeah, and me. Us, We maybe. should give <laughs> more credit. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, we don't a lot of work. Um, but none of the artists, just, like... No, but definitely, like, obviously, Sam here for, like... He's basically... Something we could have talked about earlier at the school is Sam's basically been like my gateway to the cool crowd. If you know what I mean, like I was just a weird kid rapping, and like he's always brought me in. I think it's because I made him laugh as a kid. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, obviously it's been great to just um just to work on this project with old friends. You know I mean like that's we, when we sat at the start as well as like what's successful for us for this project. It's not necessarily if it's a money maker, which you know it's it's not really even coming to our play. It's not if it sells a certain amount, it's just you know, it's that we've got to do a finished product that we're proud of and you have done it with a mate. But that aside, shout out to, to young Samuel. Um, Thank you, man. Means nice to lot to me, man. <laughs> Jay Stora and Anis Ali, who have already shouted out, and they're probably getting a bit too much shine. Uh, Georgia Dean, who's my girlfriend, she's done the illustrations and the logo. Um, yourself, your, your world of knowledge. Um, all the artists who have contributed or hooked us up with, with people. Um, Nick, Nick who's done some graphic work for us. Uh, there's a lot of people. What was the other question?
1: <laughs> the other question is uh, the advice as well. So, what? having said that, you know, you went in to speak to some kids about Educating, educating. there's a lot of people that would be sitting here, hopefully listening to this now, thinking like you're inspiring them to do something that you know, mm, creative that's that they that they I want think to do. It it's terrifying, terrifying but it's is, you know, it, that's yeah. that's the reality. Yeah, like think about all, all the people them. that, yeah, yeah all the people so. inspired you, and you you now might be in those. Where you will be in yeah. those kind of ranks. It's like you
2: said earlier, man. I think the main thing to realise is the fact that you can do a lot of stuff yourself these days, man. You can mm. teach yourself to do stuff like you know, all the all the all the materials there for you. It's need to have the time to sit down and learn how to do things man i learned how to use like indesign to put the book together
3: and everything like that one thing that i've found is like i think it might be the cynic in me just because i've like spent my working life being in like sales environments everyone's like nervous someone's trying to get one over each other but what surprised me and i've like, made me really happy is like the amount of people but the amount of work and help that people are willing to offer you just if you kind of put an idea out there like it's quite it's quite humbling that people are just happy to give up their time and resources for free and like all the artists, like it's like really, we're not given a whole lot to them, but they're yeah. still happy to be a part of it. And that was quite, to me, that was quite a, not, not a shock, but I think that's the way the world is maybe like moving nowadays. People yeah. are more willing to collaborate and work rather. But
1: than, and also, if there's a good idea, then someone's you know, if if someone comes to you with a bad idea and you're like, I'm not sure you're ever going to get anywhere. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's not maybe it's not worth your time to kind of you know try and put it in the effort. But if it's something you believe in as well, if it's an idea that you think, oh my God, that's amazing. Of, yeah. course, of course, people are going to want to get involved. But yeah.
2: yeah
1: I guess that's the, that's the same in the creative industry. It's like lots of people are just kind of willing. Everyone's been where you are. Yeah. Um, so there are so people understand how that is and want to kind of help everyone because they want to get you know they want help. it yeah, they? That- um, so yeah, Peter you're a rapper. Occasionally, about yeah. this. occasionally, you, yeah. Did you give a recipe to the
3: book? No, I did one for you the have website. Given yeah. Yeah. Cream on toast. yeah, I should have done it. Like, the perfect <laughs> spread. I was always <laughs> mad about that. My, <laughs> the my title nan... says it all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, My nan always used to like put my, because she used to live with us. Like she's dead now, but that's a bit of a downer. She's oh, fine though. Really? Like... She's, a she's <laughs> but a legend. She... Yeah, she's actually legend. But she, uh, she always used to like put down my spreading, Billy. She'd always have a criticism about it. About oh, so,
1: like, your spreading. Yeah,
3: about the evenness of the spread. On like toast, I'm marmite, reaching the corners. That's the thing, yeah, that's the corners it. It. and stuff. Yeah. So, Buddha
1: Nana's Buddha's Nana's yeah, yeah. Uh, toast, yeah, salad exactly. cream on toast recipe. I did do one <laughs> for the,
3: the the website, but that's like the only one thing I can really cook. Like, yeah. if, if yeah. my girlfriend Georgia says like Oh, you got to do the cooking tonight because she's late or whatever," that's probably like she knows what she's getting. And yeah. what is it? It's so, a uh, salmon, like a ginger chili soy salmon oh, noodle dish. Fantastic. Yeah, stole rude, it from no. someone and just finessed it, but, but
2: yeah.
1: Everything's stolen. Yeah, exactly, um, isn't it? And you've, you've got food lyrics in your songs as well, um, and you're signed to Sunny Jim as a label, who, which is Eat Good Records, right? Yeah, Sonny's, yeah. Sonny's got a recipe in the book, hasn't Sonny, he? What's yeah, his... Yeah. Do you know if you remember? What
2: he's he's a, a sick one. He said yeah, Sunday Ragu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really appeals to my Italian... I'm not Italian, mate. My, <laughs> my <laughs> Italian yeah. passions yeah. in life. You're a doctor. You're
1: a doctor.
2: But yeah, lovely recipe, man. Just to basically a load of meat sort of um, stewing all day in a like, rich tomato sauce and uh, you serve the meat um as a second course and then you have like the sauce with pasta as like a first course as a bleema as they say and uh yeah that's a traditional little southern italian classic there who so yeah he like, killed that doesn't
1: love ragu though like, yeah it's right, one it of my favorite all time yeah amazing but Especially do you think you'll do you, yeah no this weather's it, for everyone who can't see which is like, everyone um you, it's raining outside now um, sadly but do you think you'll continue with the the, the kind of the food themes in your rap music as well
3: I feel like sometimes, yeah, when I write now, I feel obligated to yeah. do it. you might have to, that might just yeah. be your
1: new thing. Just, you're
3: just writing about, like, the political system or whatever, and then you just have to put, like, something in about a little dish you had <laughs> and then It's creatively crippling me. <laughs> I was eating a
1: pizza while watching the news about yeah. Brexit. Um, <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I mean, I can't be a rapper. Well, I'm still that one
3: as well, so let's cut out.
1: But also we saw that you, um, This Rick actually saw this one. Uh, he said that someone called you a good egg on Twitter, so it made us think. Uh, or made us wonder,
3: how do you both like your eggs in the morning?
2: You like poached, don't you? I do. If I want a little health tip, man, yeah, I like a little poached egg, but not too. I'm very particular, man. I don't like you it do. too You're runny. quite particular about like everything. And <laughs> um, yeah, it's difficult. I only like to do poached egg myself, man. I don't really trust anyone else to do it for me. So poached, if not fried. Quite hard, but not. We're still just a little bit runny on top. I don't know what the technical Americanized term for that is. Sunny side up. Sunny side down. Sunny side side
1: side up is. Uh, when it's when it's still goo- gooey, right? Yeah, not oh, really.
2: too gooey, just a little bit of goo on the surface layer and then kind <laughs> of sort of
3: hardened underneath.
1: Wish I wish I'd never asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like,
3: it fried. I'm very unparticular about that. I was like, it like, fried. Sometimes I like it when it's slightly burned on the edge. It's very tiny. Yeah, I like okay. it with a bit of crispiness in there. Yeah, it's like crisp on the side. I'm
1: surprised you didn't say... <laughs> I know. Silky smooth scrambled eggs is the not the answer that no people, people normally go for. Well, I, I like a bit of what,
3: texture. Do you remember back in, when we first made it, when we were living together in Kingston, yeah. like, we had a, a friend uh, who lived with us, Michael, and he always used to brag about his, uh, his scrambled egg. He'd like wake us up in the morning with his scrambled egg and he'd put like, little bits of bacon in it. Always bragging right? He's uh, you hear him like banging his saucepan running up the stairs. That was his one dish, here: yeah, 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 scrambled eggs insane. and, the,
2: and um, the, the pickles
3: like
1: mackerel
2: or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Did he give you some? Yeah, he, yeah. he'd yeah, make right. it a whole event. Michael's
1: breakfast.
3: Polish is ba- making scrambled egg, like everyone get up, bang, bang, bang. Well, bang, shout man. out to him as well, yeah, for is, like, a yeah.
1: bacon, scrambled egg. Um, so yeah I guess like we, we're gonna, we can finish up in a bit but um, I just was going to say I started spiralling down a Google black hole this morning <laughs> looking at rap lyrics and stumbled upon an article um, about bands named after food so not lyrics within songs but bands in it and I wonder that if you can you name five let's have a little think about ba- this bands bands or artists that are named after food in some way
3: which is called Sugar Sugar's we can't do that
1: Actually, that was on the list, Sugar
3: yoga. but I didn't. Yeah, and, and then
1: yeah, I. Then it. Then it brings me to my next question after this. But yeah, oh, I can tell you the ones that I, I picked out: black-eyed peas, oh yeah, oh, course, black yeah. Peas. Oh, of course, smashing pumpkins, of course, red hot chili peppers, oh, yeah, that's yeah, on there, oh, yes. spice
2: girls, spice girls,
1: spice girls, girl. yeah,
2: that's yeah. Cool. meatloaf, meatloaf, <laughs> 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 peaches, oh yeah,
1: and the cranberries. Go see Google. I'll send you this, the LinkedIn. The cranberries, yeah, you know the cranberries. Yeah.
3: The link is ever stronger, man.
1: Yeah. So, so now you've got even more to go with.
3: Yeah, you um, can branch out to other genres now.
1: But then, one. So yesterday, I thought it was yesterday or the day before when I was at work. I was telling because everyone at work knows that we do this podcast. Um, and uh, one, one, I, I said, oh yeah, I'm meeting these guys who've done the big rap book. And my colleague turned around and was like, I know nothing about rap ice cube and I was like ice cube isn't a food yeah. debate is ice cube a food because I was like no it's not and everyone else seems to disagree
2: with me I'd it. say I'd put that in the you know I'd put that in the in the realm of food man what else is it it's not a drink yeah. is it it's uh, edible I suppose it's, to a level, well, it? so it's, it's no. within the
3: food sphere I'll allow that man yeah, ice cube yeah. I'll allow it if I don't know someone because I don't want to cause an argument but otherwise then we can kind of like debate on where it fits in the fat boys they were a good one yeah yeah yeah
2: the fat, boys, oh, the, fat the, boys, the fat Boys. They were like early '90s or maybe even late '80s, man. Like they just like they just. I think they just had one one
3: track, <laughs> one track,
1: one oh, track self titled self titled track
3: called The Fat Boys. <laughs> uh, I gotta check it out. <laughs> That's another thing to do, like weight 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 based rappers or weight based bands. Slim, Fat Boy Slim. Yeah.
1: Real Slim Shady. Slim real yeah, Slim really. Shady. Yeah, we'll
3: take that. Uh, skinny Man. Skinny Man. Yeah, of course. Chub Rock. Ooh. Uh,
1: Wow, do you know there's a lot of them, yeah,
3: aren't there? Nice, yeah, isn't like, Well,
1: I, I thought you were going to go down the route. in my head, I was thinking, this is really bad territory. Oh, yeah, I thought you true. were just going to talk about fat rappers or like oh, fat, yeah. fat people. <laughs> um, or, yeah, I don't know if that's fair. But if they have got kind of in the name, fair enough. Yeah, like, like, if
3: they're embracing yeah. it, don't Live your life.
1: <laughs> live your life. Um, cool, right. Well, I guess that's all I wanted to talk to you about today. What are you guys no, going to have for dinner thank tonight?
3: Ooh, well, I don't know.
2: We've got be, a little meeting. We're supposed to be meeting... Sipa and that, oh, and Nando's, I think, so it yeah. could be a little Nando's oh, special. maybe Yeah, yeah. shout outs to those girls as well for the Nando's crew. Those they girls, the Nando's just a group of girls <laughs> <like> it, <but laughs> Yeah, uh, Nando's showed uh, yeah. us love on the project
1: themselves. So
3: yeah, definitely. Mad, like, really yeah. On. That's also, have you
1: got yeah, a black
3: good. card yet? No, I don't nah. do they. Exist We've got like a chicken check.
1: Chicken What's check, yeah, chicken
3: we had a chicken check, yeah, in the post, and a little a care package. We got some little condiments. Oh, that's amazing. Perry, oh, that was it Peri? Was it Nice. So nice. Yeah, was nice. Yeah. Was cool. like, it was a big marketing play. Like I started buying it after yeah. them, so yeah. they got me hooked.
2: That's, right.
1: that's it. Their PR team is obviously very good. Yeah, chuck on toast Well, enjoy, enjoy, yeah, enjoy your Nando's and enjoy the gig tonight. And thanks so much again for coming down and having a chat to me. Um, and I can't wait to see uh, the next book and the next project and the restaurant, you know. Yeah, I really definitely. want to come along to that, so keep you posted. Get out of the thank way,
3: you. Jamie Oliver.
1: Yeah. Thank, <laughs> you. thank you, Sarah. Two, thank thank you. you very much. See
0: ya. So Well done, Sarah. I thought that was uh, that's a really engaging, uh, insightful chat.
1: Thanks, Rick. <laughs> you sounded so... You sounded so po- polite then. You're, you're, you always
0: sound surprised when I give you praise. I
1: mean, maybe maybe I'm just not used to it, especially from you. But yeah, no, they were really really nice guys. It was so good, kind of having a chat to them, learning all about the project. Uh, it was interesting listening to them talking and getting so excited about the gig at, at gig tonight. Because um, in their social media video on their Facebook page, um, actually, because they did an interview with BBC, and BBC have done a little social video for them, and he they actually pause it and they start it off by saying, you know, blah blah blah, master. Ace and then they, he says you know if you haven't heard of Master Ace we're going to pause this now and you're going to go and find out who he is and then come back and um, yeah so that was uh, I, I loved the fact, the fact that they're kind of such a massive fan and they're going off to see they went off to see him um, that night
0: so what we recommend is uh, go and buy the cookbook. That's just shameless to say. We, we we think it. You know, we don't often give recommendations to go out and buy things on this podcast, but go out and buy the cookbook. We'd love to hear how you get on with the recipes. I guess you know, get in touch at demotatespod at gmail or on the social demotatespod uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Let us know how you get on with the recipes. I'm certainly going to have a crack at a few of them. I'll
1: tell you which one I'm going to do. Um, the sunny gym. Sunday ragu looks absolutely incredible. Like I'm a massive kind of Italian food fan, and I think I'm going to go out and buy all the ingredients and do that this weekend. Um, so, Sunny Jim, well done for that one.
0: Bring some into the next recording, <laughs>
1: meet me maybe i'll uh, I'll go and see if I can find Sonny in London and uh get, get him to cook some for us both for the maybe that's a good idea. Maybe get Sonny on the podcast next time with his to bring some of his ragu and we all sit there and t- do a taste test sounds, <laughs> sounds good <to laughs> Over me. some rap music, who knows
0: so as we were discussing, I think earlier in the podcast, you know there's been this long association between um you know hip hop and And food, and I know that you wanted to kind of talk through some of your favourite lyrics that that uh, that, you know from kind of down down the years. um, I guess that probably fueled your love of music and also fueled your love of food.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I connected the two to be honest. Back back in those days, Um, but these are some of the lyrics that I found myself singing over and over again. Maybe it's because subconsciously I was always going to be there's always there's a fat person (laughs) inside me waiting to get out. (laughs) but anyway that goes on to one of the lyrics i love 50 cents i love you like a fat kid love cake i just love that one it's brilliant everyone used to go around at school singing that bloodhound gang so, this was one Are They of, rap?
0: I mean, they're kind of rap rock. Aren't they kind
1: of, but you know, not necessarily rap. So, I'm not talking about rap lyrics. I'm talking about just gen- general song lyrics. Um, they, for some reason, they do tend to be in more rap songs than normal songs. I think, anyway, have, having kind of looked around at this. Um, but they're, uh, they're I Want You Smothered, Want You Covered, Like My Waffle House, Hash Browns. That whole. I know all the lyrics to that song. And I remember I got the explicit version when I was a kid and put, I didn't realise I got the explicit version. Got the tape. Went to the HMV, bought the tape single. Oh, mum, can Is, that, I put is it? that the bad
0: touch? Is that what it's called? Bad touch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Can I put it in? I put it on on the car ride home from the supermarket. So I popped it in the tape set player, and we're, you know I'm singing along, not realising what I'm singing. And look. My mum's looking over at me going. Uh, it's like giving me some weird looks and then it got to the point where she's finally like objecting went no darling we're not listening to this <laughs> in the car um i think she might have tried to confiscate it but i found it back again anyway um kelly's obviously my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like it's better than yours do you know what that means uh
0: i I've, i just took it i took it as a literal definition of you know she'd started herself a little yard business <laughs> You know, she'd she'd bought a few litres of milk and and some strawberries and had been using a blender. Uh, And all the local lads just like popping round for, you know, a 50p glass of milkshake.
1: Oh, Crusher. Can you remember Crusher? That syrup that you used to get. So you don't even have to buy the fruit. So the fruit is, you know, we don't even need to go that expensive. We just go the cheap option. But yes, that's exactly what it means, Rick. Um, So this um, next
0: one's my favourite that you're going to read out now.
1: Go on then. No, you can read this one out because it's got a swear word in it.
0: I can fill you with real millionaire shit. Escargo, is that snails <laughs> is, that, is that is that is that what snails
1: are it's what's not, yeah <laughs> are
0: you surprised i know that
1: i am so uh, oh we haven't mentioned this rick is not a foodie in any way shape or form um and, and, and you,
0: you base this on the fact that for lunch every day i have a packet of microwave rice and a tin of well rice. lucky
1: for you listeners i got pictures <laughs> <laughs> i've got a folder on my phone called rick's lunch and i was wondering what to do with them maybe this is i knew one day they'd come good that i'd find a use for them and maybe this is what it's going to be um yeah rick microwaves uh vegetarian sausages puts mayonnaise and rice and a bit of tuna and sweet corn and like swirls it all around on a plate
0: Oh, that's that's not fair. That, that That's it's about so two or three meals mixed <laughs> into one. It's either microwave sausages <laughs> on a treat day or it's a tin of tuna and, and, and mayonnaise or salad cream if salad cream's cheaper. Is that
1: not? Yeah, salad with, cream. You have been known to come in and say, oh, I bought salad cream today because it's a lot cheaper than mayonnaise. I don't particularly like it as much, but, you know, it's 50p cheaper, so I'm going to have that. And I'm like, Oh, Rick, if I'd have known I'd have bought you some mayonnaise.
0: But maybe if you take me to more of these fancy restaurant lunches, maybe well, you'll win Rick, me over. Well, Rick, I
1: gave you some of my homemade lasagna for lunch one day. I've never done that to any for anybody before, so you are so privileged. <laughs> and you said it was one of the best lasagnas I've ever had, And right? possibly
0: the kindest thing I've ever seen you do, because you are, you know... You're not known for your random acts of kindness, come on
1: You have to get me in the right mood um, If I'm having a particularly nice, friendly day Then yeah, of course I'll give you some of my lasagna um, But yeah, anyway We, we digress massively um, Although, we want to know some of your favourite lyrics Of course, you know, we always want to hear from you um, If you did want to get in touch uh, Why don't you tweet us At pod.
0: This is food-specific lyrics, right?
1: Yes, well Yes, for now, for this one, food-specific lyrics. I mean, we'll probably have a different theme at some point, who knows. But yes, your favourite food lyrics, doesn't need to be rap songs, can be any song, um, please do send them our way, and we want to have a bit of a laugh and a giggle. Um, but yeah, and Instagram as well, we're at DemotapesPod, and uh, we can you can email us on demotapespod at gmail.com.
0: So it's probably a good chance to wrap up there. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed hearing us kind of do something a little bit different this week. I think Sarah promised a bit of a curveball on last week's episode, and I think that's probably what we've delivered this week with uh, with this kind of rap and food-themed um, episode. So we'd love to hear your thoughts, you know, at demotapespod at gmail.com. Um, and I guess, you know, it's it's a sign of, you know, we're on episode 11 now and you know we've had a fairly set structure throughout the series of rewinding on you know to back to bands breakout moments or important moments and that that will still continue i think to be the main theme of this podcast but equally there's so much more so much else we'd love to get into and and in reality we will break the format some weeks and try new things out yeah
1: because it's all a bit of fun isn't it that's what this is meant to be also just to mention as well we are on itunes spotify and audio boom uh if you listen to us on itunes if you could give us a five star rating that would be amazing i always seem to be saying this at, at the moment don't i i'm the one begging for for five stars <laughs> when i was the one that didn't want to do it at the beginning however um it really does help us and uh you know kind of we'll be able to continue doing what we are loving to do and what we hope you're loving to listen to um so yeah until next time um see see you soon
0: see you next week